Okay, welcome into the Golf Preview Podcast here on RJ Bell's Dream Preview for RSM Classic Week as six of the top 40 players in the world teed up at St. Simon's Island in Georgia. I'm your host, Will Doctor. It's great to have everyone aboard as we discuss the final event of the fall season. And I have to start by taking my medicine here for a second in regard to Houston Open picks and last week's cold take on Tony Finau, I said that Tony Finau would still be kicking the rust off at Memorial Park last week after missing the cut at Mayakoba in his first start of the year. I had two matchups against Finau, and boy, I mean, uh, I could not have been any further off the mark as far as fading Finau at the Houston Open was concerned. Finau won in commanding fashion by four shots over Tyson Alexander en route to his third PGA Tour win in his last seven starts. And let me tell you, as I was watching in person at Memorial Park all week long, there was such a a stark difference in the way Finau took down that golf course in relation to what his peers did. Finau shot 65-62 in the opening rounds, and I saw Friday night that he was combined 10 under par on the front nine, which is just unheard of, uh, especially around a, uh, a course – uh, with the caliber uh, of toughness that Memorial Park is, you know, some of the talking heads pointed out on Friday night that the longest putt that he had made through two rounds was only 13 feet, which was uh, not a surprise to me with how small the landing areas were around those greens at Mimo. You thought maybe he would, you know, lose some steam with the, with the, the cold weather coming into the Houston area on Friday afternoon, but that was far from the case as he posted a 68 on Saturday. And by the time he got to the back nine on Sunday, Fino had an eight shot lead and was just able to cruise to the finish line, firing a 38 on the back nine of the final round. And, you know, when you start to reflect on the breakout year that world number 12, Tony Fino has had, you know, you'll find that he added shots in the bag that he can use off every tee box you know, he hit nearly every fairway at Memorial Park, which is not an easy feat. But more impressively, he added shots to his repertoire around the greens. And, you know, he's putting like someone who looks poised uh, to win a major championship at some point in the future. You have to start looking at uh, Tony Finau, 35 to 1 odds for the Open Championship at Royal Liverpool. And you definitely have to start looking at Finau's 35 to 1 odds to win the PGA Championship at Oak Hill. And listen, it has not been anywhere near uh, an easy journey uh, for 33-year-old Finau. This is not a story uh, like Scotty Scheffler uh, or like a Rory McIlroy where, you know, they simply, you know, appeared on the scene from amateur golf and, and made a big spark early. You know, Finau has had to pay his dues. He was the son of a, a Delta Airlines bag handler that had little to nothing growing up. He honed in his game as a kid by pounding golf balls at his garage after buying a six iron for 75 cents. He slept in his car when, when, when playing junior golf tournaments and he turned pro uh, at 17 years old with not a penny to his name. And now Tony Finau has become uh, a five time PGA tour winner uh, and a president's cup hero against all odds. And even better is largely regarded as one of the nicer guys on the PGA tour, uh, but, you know, this all started last year, won a couple events in a row and then, you know, took it to Quail Hollow for the President's Cup where he went 
three one and zero about a month ago, and you know now the big question is what has changed in Tony Finau's game that you know has finally allowed him to break through and figure out that winning formula. And it's two things. Number one, Tony Finau has figured out that you don't have to go full bore with the driver off every single tee box. I watched him hit this you know low go to stinger cut off multiple tee boxes at Memorial Park, you know, that was on full display. He had every single fairway during the second round, which according to Sean Martin of PGA tour.com was the only, the second time Finau had hit every fairway over the 750 rounds that he's played on the PGA tour. And number two, you know, Finau has picked up shots on the greens now for seven straight events. As everyone knows, Finau, has always had the ball striking to win against the best in the world, but he's rotated through four different putting putter grips during his time on the PGA Tour and has finally settled into a, a conventional grasp with that Garson grip. So Tony Finau moves to a tie for seventh on the FedEx Cup standings and moves to number 12 in the official world golf rankings. He was scheduled to play at the RSM Classic this week, but withdrew. Uh, from the field, citing injury. Uh, so we'll see Tony again uh, here in a few weeks at the Hero World, World Challenge for uh, Tigers event. Now, a couple other headlines uh, before we get into the RSM Classic picks. Of course, Tommy Fleetwood won for the first time uh, since 2019 at the Ned Bank Challenge by one shot over Ryan Fox, who's just been uh, a menace on the DP World Tour this year. Most recently, one at the Alfred Dunhill Lynx. Fox did uh, a tournament that's played around St. Andrews. But Fleetwood beat out Fox uh, over in South Africa. Fleetwood has to be up there uh, as one of the best players without a win on the PGA Tour. He's a six-time DP World Tour winner now. But, man, he has had so many good opportunities to win on the big stage over this past year. You know, fifth. At the PGA at Southern Hills, you know, he came in fourth at the Scottish Open at the Renaissance Club, of course, which seven-time Cy Young winner Roger Clemens has a lot of stake in. And then Tommy finished fourth uh, at the old course at uh, at St. Andrews for the Open Championship. So, you know, Tommy definitely has had it rolling uh, over the last few months. I actually walked. Uh, at the Houston Open with the tournament director of the CJ Cup at Congaree, a guy by the name of uh, Bruce Davidson. I, I walked with Bruce for a few holes. Uh, he still resides in Houston uh, other than the few weeks a year that he has to be up at Congaree. Uh, you know, Bruce has had an extremely successful career in the golf industry, but he told me that Tommy Fleawood is the best iron player that he's ever seen in his life. Now, keep in mind, you know, Bruce has watched Tiger Woods uh, firsthand since since he was 18 years old. And he's seen every world number one uh, hit a golf ball since the late 80s. But, you know, and, and, you know, this is a guy who said, you know, Tommy Fleetwood, who moves to, you know, fifth on the European Ryder Cup standings, is the all-time greatest ball striker that he's seen. But, you know, Tommy is a player that is going to have to keep making uh, you know, improvements on the greens. He's going to have to make the same improvements with the putter that we've seen Tony Finau make over the last year if he wants to win on the PGA Tour uh, and at the major championships. That's headline number one, Fleetwood winning 
for the first time in three years. Headline number two is uh, yesterday's announcement from the PGA Tour that there will be two additional membership opportunities uh, for college players through the PGA Tour university rankings. You know, first, if you're a senior in college and ranked first on the final PGA Tour university rankings, you will automatically become a PGA Tour member and eligible for all open field full events uh, following the conclusion uh, of the NCAA championship. The tour notes that, you know, had this been in place prior to uh, 2020, uh, John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, and Sahit Tagala would have all been eligible for an immediate membership on the PGA Tour. And the second opportunity is that juniors, sophomores, and freshmen can earn points based on their accomplishments in college, amateur, and professional golf. And they will earn PGA Tour memberships if they amass at least 20 points by the end of their third year of NCAA eligibility. This is called the PGA Tour University Accelerated Program. For example, a player would get three points uh, for winning the Haskins Award, which is like the Heisman for golf. You could win two points for Outstanding Freshman of the Year Award, a trophy that was previously named after Phil Mickelson before his departure to live. A player could win three points for winning the U.S. Amateur and two points for winning the European Amateur. And the list goes on of other ways uh, to acquire points that would add up to that magic number 20. Now, the most frequent question I'm getting is how tough is it to get 20 points? That's the question. Well, if this program, the PGA Tour University Accelerated Program, had been in place since 2010, the tour notes that only three golfers would have benefited from it. Patrick Cantlay, after his time at UCLA, Justin Thomas, after his time at Alabama, and and Patrick Rogers, after he broke nearly all of Tiger's records at Stanford. So the bottom line is the PGA Tour has improved uh, the direct line between college golf and the top level of the game. There's still a ton of work to be done you know, last year they added the benefits that see players ranked between one and five and the college ranks be given full exemptions for the corn Ferry tour. Those ranked between six and 10 get conditional status on the corn Ferry tour and players ranked between six and 10. Um, my apologies between 10 and 20 become exempt members on the Canadian tour and PGA tour Latino America. So that was a big step in the right direction. And I'll say one last thing about this. The next step for the PGA tour is, you know, to go ahead and hand out corn Ferry tour cards to the top 20 players on the PGA tour university college rankings. Some of the older vets out there, some of the, the get off my lawn crowd, or, you know, will be out there saying, you know, those college players need to go earn their stripes. Well, the fact is I know plenty of players over the last 10 years who were, you know, top 20 ranked college players who never got a single shot on the corn Ferry tour or PGA tour because of how expensive the game is, you know, now the tour has done a great job with rewarding uh, full-time members uh, of the corn Ferry tour and PGA tour with 
$500,000 at the beginning of each season, but there's still a lot of work to be done as far as the next generation of talent is concerned. Uh, you know, on the PGA Tour, you have to give the players who are at the top of the college rankings a chance. Now, you know, my job uh, for you on this podcast is to, uh, you know, give picks uh, for uh, the the current week's PGA Tour events. So you're probably going, you know, Will, why are you giving me uh, college golf news? Well, when you look around at any other major college sport, if you are a top 50 ranked college player, you're getting an opportunity at the professional level. So, you know, there's no reason why the PGA Tour uh, should not hand out Corn Ferry Tour cards uh, a full year's membership worth, either Corn Ferry Tour or PGA Tour, to the top 20 ranked college players. That's something that that needs awareness. It needs to happen quick. Like I said, the PGA Tour has already been going in a great direction over the last two years, getting these kids uh, more opportunities, but uh, they need to start matching what college players uh, get in other sports uh, to the exemptions that college players get to the PGA Tour. Okay, so coming off uh, a pretty disastrous card as far as the Houston Open is concerned, uh, besides the Joel Dahman top 20 plus 200 dark horse ticket, we have a lot of work uh, to do for the RSM Classic uh, this week. So, you know, this is the final event of the fall season. I have to note, it's amazing that one year ago, Taylor Gooch uh, was running away with the 2021 RSM Classic with, you know, open champion Cam Smith close behind. The PGA Tour has now lost both of those players to the Live Tour. But when you look back at last year's leaderboard in Sea Island, you also had Mackenzie Hughes finish second. And Seamus Power finished in a tie for fourth. Hughes is now a top 50 player in the world after winning the Sanderson Farms at the beginning of this season. And Seamus Power has been one of the best stories of this fall season as he won his second career PGA Tour event three weeks ago in Bermuda and leads the way as far as the FedEx Cup standings are concerned. So, yes, the PGA Tour has lost talent. Like Taylor Gooch, you know, who won his first and only PGA Tour title at the RSM Classic last year. But on the other side of the coin, you have guys like Mackenzie Hughes. You have guys like Seamus Power step up to the plate and, and show they can be the next multi-time winners and not just one-hit wonders. And, and listen, as far as the course is concerned, there's no reason why all four rounds aren't on the legendary seaside course. Uh, that sits sits along the Atlantic Ocean that was redesigned by the great Tom Fazio in 1999. You know, the seaside course is only you know, 7,000 yards long, which is among the shortest on tour. So you've had more precision-based players win over the years. Guys like Robert Streb, who won the RSM twice in a, uh, in a five-year span, sorry, six-year span. Charles Howell III won the RSM. Kevin Kisner won it back in 2016. Austin Cook, a precision player, was a winner here back in 2018. Those are the players that are plotting their way around uh, golf courses rather than hitting the long ball off the tee. That's not to say a bomber can't win. You know, Taylor Gooch 
it is not a short hitter. Uh, and, and it's not to say that Seamus Power uh, or, or uh, you know, another bomber such as Keith Mitchell, who we'll talk about today, can't win on this golf course. The teeth of the seaside course is the amount of wind off the coast and and the fact that it holds you know the third most water hazards on the PGA tour even though you know the fairways and greens are among the largest on tour so these guys uh you know really have to start hitting it off the planet in order to find any of those hazards now the plantation course which will only host one round is an even shorter golf course than seaside a plantation clocks in at just under 7,000 yards and is the sixth shortest golf course on the PGA Tour. So let's get into the top three odds favorites for the week. After that, we'll move on to the matchups and picks to place. I'll then give you my winner and dark horse, and we'll wrap things up with a scoring prediction lineup and finally the best bet for the RSM. Okay, let's kick it off here with Brian Harmon at 22 to 1. Uh, who leads the favorites and odds. And you can find 22 to 1 at William Hill Bet 365 or FanDuel. You know, Harmon has had a great start to the season with three consecutive top 25 finishes, including a second place finish in Mayakoba two weeks ago. And this comes after a, a successful 2021 season that saw the lefty get all the way to the tour championship. I understand that. He's a local of Sea Island. That's what a lot of talking heads want to preach this week. Um, you know, the 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 home crowd favorite. Uh, and he certainly lived up to that hype Harmon has. You know, he's produced two top 15 finishes over his last two starts at this golf tournament. He loves this Tiff Eagle Bermuda that is featured on the greens at both courses. Harmon is one of the best on tour when it comes to getting up and down around these these grainy filled aprons and fringes that is featured this week at in um in Sea Island. You know, same fringes that they have at Mayakoba and same aprons that were featured at Congaree where Harmon finished 23rd. And and here's my deal. My issue with Harmon this week really has nothing to do with the way he's playing. He's playing immaculate. He, you know, he's 13th on the 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 FedEx Cup standings and has had a lot of success this fall. But his price, 22 to 1, is incorrect, in my opinion. There is some value in his top 20 number at plus 140, which you can find at Bet365 or FanDuel. But I am especially disappointed with his, his odds in, in a few of the matchups uh, that I've seen Brian Harmon featured in. Harmon should not be a minus 120 favorite over Jason Day, who's who's had an exceptional fall uh, that, that matchup is on FanDuel. Stay away from that one. And he should certainly not be a minus 120 or, or minus 130 favorite uh, over the Bermuda champion, Seamus Power. You'll see those odds uh, in, in Harmon's matchup against Power on Bet365 or Bet Online, and I would pass on both. So overall, for me on Harmon, it's either a top 20 at plus 140 odds on Brian Harmon this week or pass. On to Jason Day at 25 to 1 odds on Bet Online, Bet 365, or William Hill. So, you know, after a very disappointing 2021 for Jason Day that ended with a withdrawal from the Wyndham and a miscut at the opening event of the playoffs at the FedEx St. Jude, Day has hit the ground running. 
you know, in the fall and, and looks to regain the form that won him his first and only major championship at the PGA back in 2017. Day started the fall with a miscut in Napa, but since then he has not finished outside the top 25 in his last four starts. I watched him last week at the Houston Open where he, where he placed 16th. Day looked dialed in with the driver. He was on point with the irons as he has been all fall, which has led to you know, day ranking 19th on tour in greens and regulation this year. And his short game was as dialed in as I've ever seen it. The chipping has never been an issue uh, with that quiet wrist action that he uses. And his putting played a monumental role in him closing with a 68 Memorial Park golf course. And man, would it be great to see Jason Day finish the fall with the win and secure his qualification into all four major championships come 2023. Now, do I think Day leaves Sea Island with a victory? The answer is no. Uh, and part of that does have to do with the price. I think Day should be priced more around 30 to 1 due to the fact that he hasn't won on the PGA Tour since 2018. However, I really, really like Jason Day as a minus 120 favorite over Taylor Montgomery over on Bet365 or Bet Online. Montgomery had a, hot, uh, a great start to the fall, uh, but really struggled. In Houston last week after making the cut, I'll tell you more about why I'll be fading Taylor Montgomery over Jason Day a little later on in the matchups. Okay, let's move on to the final player we'll be discussing in the odds favorite section. It'll be Seamus Power at 28 to 1 on Bet365. And I told you the jingle when it came to Seamus Power two weeks ago after his win in Bermuda. I forecast this guy to be part of Luke Donald's European Ryder Cup team next fall in Rome, Italy. Power will be alongside fellow Irishman Roy McIlroy, a pair that was supposed to be teammates at East, East Tennessee State. Power is currently 10th uh, in birdie average on the PGA Tour, which is uh, a great stat to look at rolling into the RSM as the winning score of this tournament. Uh, has been somewhere between 19 and 20 under over the last five to seven years. And you know, after missing the cut in his three prior attempts at the RSM, Power finished fourth at Sea Island last year. Now, as someone who has been playing as the current leader of the FedEx Cup standings, I think, you know, the number for Power at 28 to one, uh, to me, seems a bit expensive for someone who before last year did have his struggles around this golf course. And as far as the matchups are concerned, there's nothing I like in regards to Seamus power. So it's going to be a pass for me uh, on the Irishman this week, but we'll look to, uh, to, to use him when we come back for uh, the, the, the spring season. I don't believe Seamus power is playing in the hero world challenge here in two weeks time, but we're going to have to check in on that. Uh, let's move into the matchups for this week's RSM Classic. I'm going to start with JJ Spawn over Aaron Rye at plus 100 on Bet Online. And JJ Spawn had a very close call to winning the 2018 RSM Classic, where he finished four behind Austin Cook. He finally recorded his first PGA Tour win last year at the Valero Texas Open. You know, Spawn played flawless around TPC San Antonio, which is one of the toughest tracks on tour. 
I love Spawn this week based on the work he's done over five events this fall where he's produced top 25 finishes at the Shriners, the Zozo Championship, and in Mayakoba for the Worldwide Technology. You know, the consistency is just there right now for him as he's yet to miss a cut during the fall season. And as for Aaron Rye is concerned, who, you know, this is a guy who I think will have a breakout win at some point this season. You know, him and and Sahit Tagal are the two guys that I have circled. You know, Aaron Rye, you know, is coming off a very taxing top 10 finish at the Houston Open. And what, what I mean by that is he really had to grind it out at Memorial Park last weekend. Rye hit his irons absolutely terrible last week and was able to put on a clinic around the greens, which is why he managed to finish in the top 10. But unfortunately, the poor iron play has been a common trait in Rye's game over six events this fall. He lost shots with the irons at Sanderson Farms. He lost shots with the irons in Bermuda. And he lost shots uh, with the irons en route to a miscut in Mayakoba. Uh, my hat is off for the work Aaron Rye did around the greens in Houston, but his style of play this fall will not translate to a good week in Sea Island. So my first matchup for this week is going to be JJ Spawn over Aaron Rye at plus 100 on Bet Online. Okay, let's move on to my second matchup of the week. That's going to be Jason Day over Taylor Montgomery at minus 120. And you can find that on either Bet365 or Bet Online. I told you about how locked in Jason Day has been this fall in the favorite section. And the same could be said. Uh, for Taylor Montgomery, who you know is truly one of the great emerging talents on the PGA Tour. Montgomery graduated from the Corn Ferry Tour in the fall after closing the year with four consecutive top 10 finishes. He carried that momentum uh, straight into the fall season on the PGA Tour, recording five consecutive top 15 finishes between Napa and Mayakoba as Montgomery was riding an extremely hot putter for you know, over two months. However, that run ended last week in Houston as he barely survived the cut uh, en route to a 57th place finish. And that made me go dive into the numbers as far as Montgomery is concerned. And what I found is besides the hot hand Montgomery has carried with the putter, the rest of his game has not been up to standard so far this fall. He's 141st on tour in greens regulation. He's 107th on tour in driving accuracy percentage. And as a result, he's really had to lean on the putter. Well, the putter finally cooled off in Houston, and the rest of his game uh, was not there to save him. I believe this is a a perfect spot to fade Taylor Montgomery. I love Jason Day uh, this week, who, you know, would really benefit from a huge week here in Sea Island. I don't have him winning, uh, but a win here in the next couple months uh, would 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 set him up to be qualified for all four majors of 2023. You know, this is a guy, Jason Day, who can win at Augusta on any given week. Uh, but for now, uh, at the RSM, we'll do Jason Day over Taylor Montgomery at minus 120 on Bet365 or Bet Online. Moving in. Uh, to the picks to place for this week. We're going to start with Keith Mitchell, top 20 at plus 180 odds on William Hill. And wow, this part of the season and the the Florida swing are two spots where you can always count on Keith Mitchell to show up due to his success 
on Bermuda surfaces. A lot of the talking heads, you know, might be taking Keith Mitchell this week because he's a hometown guy, but my reasoning goes far beyond that. There's so much to like, uh, you know, in regards to Mitchell's ninth place finish last week at the Houston Open. He did not have the best start to the season through three tournaments leading up to last week due to some issues with the iron play. But watching him hit those 320-yard bombs around Memorial Park last week was an amazing sight to see. And Mitchell complimented that driving with the same level of iron play that won him the Honda Classic by one shot over Brooks Kepka and Ricky Fowler back in 2019. And now he comes to a tournament that is not only in his backyard, but a course where he's seen himself record two top top 15 finishes over his last three starts at the RSM Classic. I believe Keith Mitchell is absolutely poised to have a big week in St. Simons Island. So my first pick to place is going to be Keith Mitchell, top 20 and plus 180 on William Hill. Secondly, I have Brian Harmon, top 20 and plus 140 on Bet365 or FanDuel. You can find that one uh, at either one of those sports book. And uh, you know, as much as I told you that I don't like his winning price, Brian Harmon is a very solid top 20 option this week. When you look at his stats over the three events Harmon has played this fall, he's 17th on tour in driving accuracy and 20th in greens and regulation percentage. And that is a big reason why he has not finished outside of 23rd during the fall. Harmon has just been absolutely flawless, shaking and baking his way to 13th on the FedEx Cup standings after a second-place finish in Bermuda. And on top of the fact that Harmon is another local of Sea Island, he has proven that he is very comfortable around this track, finishing 4th in 2018 and 14th in 2020. Harmon will close uh, this fall season on a strong note at home. I have zero doubts about it. So my second matchup is going to be Brian Harmon, top 20 at plus 140 on Bet365 or FanDuel. Okay, let's move into the winners, and I'm going to stay with Keith Mitchell here. I'm taking Keith Mitchell to win at 33-1 to 1 at Bet365 or William Hill. And in my opinion, you know, there's no one in the field uh, coming into to St. Simons Island who picked up more confidence from last week in Houston than Keith Mitchell. He started this season in a bit of a slump, particularly with the iron play. But when Keith Mitchell returned to that grainy Bermuda surface uh, that you can find at Houston, you can find in Sea Island, you can find anywhere in Florida, uh, you cannot count him out to show up. You know, Mitchell has uh, played the RSM Classic five times over his career, and his best finish came last year when he finished uh, in 12th place. I will be buying early on Keith Mitchell this week as he looks for his second PGA Tour win at home in Sea Island. So my first pick to win is going to be Keith Mitchell at 33-1 to 1 at Bet365 at William Hill. My second pick to win, Sahit Tagala, 45-1 to 1 on Bet365. And this cat, Sahit Tagala, continues to knock on the door with a, a solid start to the season. I keep telling you week after week, Sahit Tagala will become a winner on the PGA Tour this season. We struck out on Tagala by taking him to win at the CJ Cup at Congaree where you know he had a rough week off the tee. I'm back on him this week after he closed the final round uh, at Memorial Park with a 64. And with the exception of the work Tony Finau did in Houston, you did not see 
many sub 65 rounds out there. And, and Tagala went out there on Sunday and put up just an absolute world-class performance that sent him um, all the way for a share of 22nd on that leaderboard. I think the gala takes, takes away a lot from that final round. He knocked on the door at the travelers last season before, you know, he threw up all over himself in that fairway bunker on the 72nd hole at TPC river highlands, you know, left the door open for Xander Shoffley's sixth career PGA tour. win. you know, I, I think he's built, he's built up a lot of scar tissue, but I have no doubts that we're going to see him win very soon. I have to take a chance on him this week. It's going to be Sahit the Gala at 45 to 1 on bet 365. Okay, on to this week's dark horse. I'm going to roll with Chris Goddard up, uh, top 20 at plus 700 odds on FanDuel. And the 23 year old pro uh, out of the University of Oklahoma is shaping up to have the type of come up that we've seen guys like Scotty Scheffler and Justin Thomas have. Goddard up is playing on his third sponsor's exemption of the fall this week. And, you know, he survived the cut in both of his previous starts on the fall at the Fortnet and Shriners. He would have contended in both of those events had he drove it well in Napa. He would have been in the mix in Vegas had he hit his irons half decent. But he just hasn't put it all together yet over the last few months. Now, when you look at last year for Goddard, it was a dream first season as a professional. He finished seventh at the Puerto Rico Open while he was still an amateur, finishing up his senior season in Norman. He turns pro and immediately finishes in a tie for fourth at TBC Deer Run for the John Deere Classic, a course that really takes the same set of skills to play well as, as it does in Sea Island this week. And then... Goddard up went to the Corn Ferry Tour Finals where he finished 18th at the Boise Open. Now, even with those good results, he was still forced to go back to Corn Ferry Tour Q School where he finished third after firing two rounds of 65 or better. This is one of the younger players that that is, that is due uh, to break out on the big stage and should be playing full-time on the PGA Tour within the next two years. But this week... Uh, at Sea Island for Goddard up, it's going to be uh, his top 20 number at plus 700 on FanDuel. Now, my lineup for this week is going to go uh, like this. Say so hit the gala is going to lead the way. He's one of my winners for the week. Matt Kuchar, uh, I'll have secondly, who we will discuss when we get to the best bets here in a second. I'll have Joel Dahman, uh, who we had last week for the Dark Horse pick. And he came through big for us, one of the only shining moments of last week. Domin is five for five in cuts made this season and is a great lineup option. Uh, number four is going to be Patrick Rogers, who was in contention until the third round last week in Houston. He lost in a playoff at the RSM in 2018 after closing with rounds of 61 and 62. Uh, you know, look for P. Rodge to have a big week in Sea Island for sure. Fifth will be JJ Spawn, uh, who I talked about earlier, who I have in a matchup uh, and rounding things out for the lineup is going to be Chris Goddard up, uh, who's the second year pro. He looks poised uh, to have a great week and is also my dark horse as we just talked about. So my lineup will be Sahit Gala, Matt Kuchar, Joel Dahman, Patrick Rogers, JJ Spawn, and Chris Goddard up. My scoring prediction uh, for this week uh, you know, over the last five editions of the RSM Classic, the score has been between 17 and 21 under. Uh, 
with the forecast showing a low of 49 and high of around 54 from Thursday to Sunday in Sea Island. I like 18 under to win this golf tournament. And, and I think it all goes down uh, in playoff fashion. So I am on the RSM Classic to finish in extra holes at plus 350 on Barstool Sportsbook. Okay, guys, a quick word to tell you more about what we have going on over at pregame.com. Now is just a, a simply amazing time for 90 days all access for your favorite pregame pros because you get extra value. December is the most action-packed month of the year with college football, bowl games, the end of NFL regular season, NBA, college basketball, and hockey. Plus, in January, you get the college football playoffs and championship game, the NFL playoffs along with NBA, college basketball, and hockey action. With 90-day all-access, you get every pick and every sport from your favorite pro for only 499 bucks. Buying 30-day all-access for three months would cost you 747 bucks at the normal discounted price. But with 90-day all-access, you get three months for only $449. That's less than $5 per day. But wait. It gets even better. As a DreamPod listener, you save an additional $50. That means you are getting 90 days of all access for only $3.99. This deal is almost too good. But wait, your RSM20 coupon code is only good through Monday. Go to pregame.com, click on buy picks, and then add any 90-day all-access discounted subscription to your shopping cart. Simply use my coupon code RSM20 to your shopping cart and confirm the discount before you check out. Once again, that's RSM20. A lot of big discounts, a lot of good stuff going on over at pregame.com. If you haven't signed up for pregame.com yet, you need to get on that. Uh, you know, pregame.com will give you a free $25 site purchase just for signing up. Signing up takes 90 seconds and you can take full advantage of being a site member by making and tracking your own picks. You can post your own picks and analysis in our pregame.com forums, draw a following and become a valued member. Sign up today and receive $25 site credit to purchase premium picks from one of pregame's very own professional handicappers. AJ, McKenzie, RJ, you name it. Uh, they're all on their game this year. Get your free best bet today at pregame.com. Okay, back to the goal. Let's finish it out uh, with my best bet for the week. Uh, that's going to be Matt Kuchar, top 20 at plus 250 odds on bet 365. And, you know, let me tell you, if Matt Kuchar putted anywhere near his capabilities through the first three starts of the fall, he would have his 10th PGA Tour victory by now. Despite losing shots on the greens in all three events, Kuchar is three for three in cuts this fall with his best finish coming in a tie for 12th in Napa. Now Kuchar returns to the seaside and plantation courses with exceptional course history. He finished 25th here back in 2016, but more importantly, he has only lost shots on the greens in two of his seven appearances at the RSM. If he can combine his great ball striking, which ranks 17th on the PGA Tour right now, with his knowledge of the greens at Sea Island, Matt Kuchar is just bound to have a big week at the RSM Classic. So my best bet for the week is going to be Matt Kuchar top 20 at plus 250 on bet 365. And that will do it. 
for the RSM Classic Golf Preview Podcast on RJ Bell's Dream Preview. Talk to you again in two weeks prior to the Hero World Challenge where Tiger Woods will be in the field for his uh, event at Albany Golf Club in the Bahamas. Best of luck to everyone this week, and we'll talk soon. My name is Will Doctor, and you can find me on Twitter at drmedia59 for all your all your golf questions. So long for now. Yeah.